Nozzle. So, I always thought of Nozzle as a very mysterious group. They were kind of churning out scratch beats that were almost always an instant favorite of mine. Um, you know, some loopers will come out and there's some good and some bad and some weird beats on each looper, but every Nozzle looper would be these like dark, heavy scratch beats. Uh, the kind of beat that like when it comes on at the scratch session, you know, all the cut killers are drawn to the mixer like a bug delight comes on and you're just like I have to scratch to this beat now um, so yeah the beat you hear behind me now is Lone Wolf's uh, Sinister Funk which is a great title that kind of sums up his scratch beats for me um, so yeah I was really into their beats and then I think around 2006-ish uh, maybe 7 I heard their music and I was like what the fuck like, these guys were making incredible scratch music, um, on par, maybe even better than other scratch music that's kind of considered the pinnacle of scratch music, so things like Phantasmagoria, Sketchbook, this was that level. Um, super slick production, subtle scratches, unique genres for the style of music, um, kind of all over the place, and all using scratching. So, uh, yeah, I, needless to say, became a super fan right away. Um, the guys themselves were always kind of a mystery to me. I, I couldn't find videos of them, like, together, you know, and uh, I was always seeing, like, little snippets here and there of, of them. And, and, of course, on the Nozzle channel on YouTube, they started putting out all these scratch videos with, like, really dope scratchers to these super dark Lone Wolf beats. And they were just kind of, like, mysterious to me. Um, and I think it was around 2014... When I went to Scratch Games, uh, I had the pleasure of meeting Maroon, so he's the other half of Nozzle. Um, and we ended up that night heading out to Gillies, sitting there until sunrise, kind of drunkenly discussing uh, the Nozzle history. Um, I was asking him all the stuff about, about Kirky, about Lone Wolf, um, and just, you know, cutting in general. And then I guess about four years later, um, I was talking to Lone Wolf a lot online about some stuff. And uh, he decided to come along and visit Berlin for a sample music festival. And we got a chance to hang out. Which leads me to the track I'll play before we jump into the, the discussion with the guys. Um, so ten years after their first album that I heard, um, which I believe was The Man Who Brought Us Here Has Vanished, but I might have the title wrong off the top of my head. Um, but then they put out Vanished Tracks. So this was, I think I remember Jimmy saying uh, that it was like some stuff that they kind of hadn't fully finished or you know that wasn't they, they didn't think it was ready at the time and then it kind of got put to the side and forgot about and found on a hard drive and and they jimmy pushed them to, to publish it out so i snagged a, a cd off of jimmy penguin and then uh yeah i mean it was it was awesome so like you know in my car i have a cd player with a little usb and bluetooth and of course you know music comes and go over the bluetooth or usb or whatever but that's the sole cd and um it's been in there for years now, and I keep playing it. You know, every every week it gets daily play, weekly plays. Like it's, you can listen to it from the beginning to the end, and then repeat it and not be tired of it. I don't know how to describe that. Um, so I guess that gets to the rest of my story. So me and Lone Wolf were driving to um, Red Mist House, which is way the fuck on the edge of town in Berlin. We were sitting in traffic. Of course, the CD was in, but I didn't really think about it. I turned up the volume, and for some reason I got kind of slightly embarrassed. I don't know why. <laughs> to be like 
having it listening to him and have him sitting there um but he went on to explain each track um so he went like into it like how he thought this one wasn't finished because of something or how the idea of this the song came up or the samples came about um it was awesome like so i was, I was really in bliss i was like hearing all the little details about it um so the track i picked to play here before the uh, thing is not a, like a hardcore scratch track which we know the guys can do um but i picked this because it's like it's a real interesting one for me it kind of it's like a soundtrack for chill times and it reminds me of like a lot of driving around with my family on road trips the kid passed out in the back seat and it's just just listen to this driving through driving around um yeah i think with this one if i remember right lone wolf said he wanted to add drums to it but it never got around to it and i think that kind of stood out because in my mind it was like the most charming part of it was that it lacked drums <laughs> you know like that there was no drums it was kind of interesting that way anyways i could blab on and on about nozzle um i guess let's just get into the track i'll put links up to their albums and i can't stress enough how great their music is like this stuff is i mean from 2000 i guess they probably were working on 2005 until 2007 ish and it's just like so good it's still so timeless um definitely top scratch album scratch music ever um so yeah listen to it um and not to mention all the dope beats loopers videos performances videos they put out so uh be sure to support the guys if you can um they're, they're selling stuff here and there grab an album grab a digital or a vinyl one and uh give back to those dudes for you know giving us so much to our culture so enjoy it and see you next time
Bloody hell, that was quick. Lone Wolf on the left. <laughs> Maroon straight on the right. In, straight in. Kirk and Rich. <laughs> I'm going to get straight in, straight in. Uh, I wanted to know... I was going to, you know, obviously I want to start from the beginning, but I was curious to, like, just to start off, like, how did you guys actually meet? How did that happen? <laughs> I was... Um... I was DJing in a club and I could see he was at the back of the room. At the back of the club and he had a homemade t-shirt with uh, Cubert and Craze on it. That was Miss Mastermind. Yeah, it was Cubert and Craze, I'm sure. No, I'm, I'm telling you, it was, it was right. Cubert and Mastermind. And then... Uh, <laughs> homemade Miss Mastermind shirt? No one has them. <laughs> and then I, uh, I said, uh, uh, I was basically doing some uh, scratch music <clears throat> and I, I was looking for people to, to do the other parts of it. So I said to him, are you, are you any good? And he said, I said, like, how good? I'm as good as you, he said. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing was, the, the, the thing was, because he would, he would be DJ at the, at the drum and bass event in the hip hop room. So I would go to that, I would go to that event yeah, every yeah. month to the drum and bass, but I would go into the hip hop room and I knew he was scratches and another, uh, Paul, another lad, who was sort of resident there as well. So I would go through and I'd be pretty much hanging around. Yes, I like hip hop, so I'd be listening. But I'd be listening out for for uh, him and Paul doing some scratching. And then sometimes I'd be going up sort of like, just like kind of like scratch pestering him. Just like, <laughs> yeah, do some scratching there. They say, no, no, we have to do it at the end. Or no, no, yeah, yeah. no one wants to hear it for a lot more than 10 minutes or something like this. So it's just like, come on, man. Have you got any mix of Master Mike? What was the mic? But What year is this? Three. But I've just been because they put this this when I when I would go to the other rooms. This was this was about two well ninety nine two thousand two thousand one really for you it would be about then. Well, it would have been because then I went to Australia for a year. But when I was in Australia, I was going to go and send you some stuff anyway. So when I was coming back, I don't I know was, what you mean. <laughs> so I, no, so I was going to send you some scratch stuff because obviously you could scratch. Oh yeah, but who do I know that scratches their mean? No one. You still know what. So <laughs> I was going to send you stuff anyway to see if you wanted to do yeah, some so scratchy what, stuff. What, so what it happened, doesn't matter. If it was yeah. What happened after that was is that we he then we we would practice the, the stuff and I was we're trying to just like do it. we did one show when we when we practiced for that and then, but then Kirky would come back every week and he would have done stuff that was basically better than what I'd done <laughs> I was like fucking hell and then after that up my game like <laughs> nice nice um okay so yeah anyway go back to the, I was just curious about that but back to the beginning the very beginning like I guess either one of you doesn't matter who wants to start but like how did you first get into like music or even scratching or what was that do you think that first step that got you to try scratching or got you towards scratching uh, well, we started about about the scratching about the same time you were about maybe half a year year before about 97 yeah and I was like late 98 uh, yeah, uh, mine was uh, initially like uh, Footmaster Flex and Cash Bunny stuff on the Westwood yeah I would record Westwood I would stay up for two, two three yeah. o'clock in the morning or something to listen to something what's Westwood Tim Westwood who was uh, you know Tim Westwood no he's basically like a he's like a a, a comical uh, like really, uh, he's a bit like Ali G, uh-huh. <laughs> and he's like he was like the main hip hop presenter in this country. Okay, but they would do the live shows with the like, Footmaster Flex. Yeah, right? and they did all that so, stuff. He was on BBC or one of those. Or? I don't know, just a radio, yeah, just radio, radio show. One. Yeah, yeah, radio one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd set the alarm for that for those live shows and record like pre- on the tape and record yeah. some of those. Because they were in there like middle of the night, you said. Yeah, kind of three in the morning. 
So I doing that, that and then uh, I saw DJ Noise in like 96 at some uh, club in, uh, uh, an ex-strip club in Nottingham. <laughs> and uh, I, I can remember asking him how long it had taken him to, 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 to get good. He said five years. And I thought, I can remember standing at the bar thinking, I can, I can do five years. <laughs> I, can put, I can put that work in. I can stick with that. <laughs> That's funny, man. And this, where was this the whole time you guys were in Nottingham, or where were you? No, we we, we met in Newcastle. Newcastle, right? But yeah. I, yeah, I'm from Nottingham. Okay. He's from Sunderland. Yeah, yeah. So when did you first get your turntables? Was that, was that, was that, was that the uh, first turntables well, you got in, in 1997? So you never had turntables before that? No. And no friends around, like no friends having a cut. That's and, it, no friends. <laughs> but uh, no, no friends I, with turntables or anything like that. No, no access to them basically without going out and buying them. Yeah, basically. Yeah. 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 So yeah. like, yeah, sorry. Okay. So like. But I, I've had my turntable since when I was about th- 13. I was like begging them for Christmas because I'd be listening to like like, like ravey stuff. It's pretty like ha- happy hardcore, some some Gabba and mm. and um, some jungly jungly things. So, but I'd get some like the ravey stuff. But I'd always like the ones with the with the drum break, uh, like the Amen style yeah, yeah, underneath yeah. it. So I was always looking. I was always I just wanted them really. But then you've got a little access, you know, like, no, like, it seems a bit daft with now with the internet, you can just go look for whatever. But then, if it's not in your retro store, and in Sunderland, it's just, it was just like, happy hardcore stuff. My friends would give me some tapes. Yeah. A couple of friends, so you just sort of listen to them. So I thought, I, I can do this mixing, I can do that. Yeah. So I was, for Christmas, like, I said 13, when I was 13, I pretty much begged my parents to get one, <laughs> to get some. And I did get, I got some belt drives. Mm-hmm. And I did, and they had like the little pad thing, the little pad cut-ins. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. I did try and scratch, but the belt drive, it was just jumping like oh, this. On the turntable, there was a pad. No, on the mixer. Oh, on the mixer. Yeah. You know, you like, <coughs> on, the buttons. on the porter said one where he's, he's yeah, I, I had them, and I was just, I was just giving it that. I thought, this is easy. This sounds really good, and it's very easy. <laughs> like, <laughs> but I was doing it kind of that way. But then I thought, then I knew that, you know, people sort of use the crossfader, but you, you just don't have access to it. Right, yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. So I had those like, um, turntables till about 98 and then I think there was a clip on MTV and like I'd heard obviously heard scratching sometimes on like the ravey type stuff and then just on bits and pieces you might hear out and about or whatever you hear people scratching yeah, yeah. Well, well, I, I didn't know how to get it I went to a festival in London called Fresh 98 it was like a hip hop festival I travelled down on the coach from Travel down the coach from Nottingham, and the and there was a guy on the bus, and he had basically bootlegged a load of like tapes, and he had made up like a, a best of Cubert tape, like all of the oh, yeah. performances. That's it. Demolition Pumpkin Squeeze music on, on the other side of it, and then all of the Dream Team oh, stuff that. and everything like that, like the uh, Vision of the Octopus people, all on what the other side of the tape. It so just I bought, blasted I, you with it. I bought, yeah, I basically bought that for a tenner, and then that was it. Nice. Um. So in about '98, I think I think it was on MTV or something. They showed a clip of the DMC stuff. '97, yeah, but maybe '98. There was a little clip of it. I was rewinding. I thought, "Wow, this is amazing!" Like, when do you have access to that on the TV? Rewind, yeah. rewind, 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 rewind. Yeah. And we eventually rang up and got some uh, got some of the videos because you've got a sort of point of where to get them from. Yeah. So when I kind of got them, and then <coughs> the internet was the internet for us was sort of like just there a bit after. So then you had a bit more access to some things. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I, I, my dad put some um, Technics turntables and the Technics mixer, with the worst crossfader ever, in the uh, 
for he bought them for me for Christmas and I kind of paid them back through a right. bar job I was, I was doing yeah and then yeah then went on to, I bought some vest tacks in Australia shipped them back no, did thought. you really how much did that cost like basically it was about five I paid about I took my mixer I took my mixer over I took records over because I did some DJing over there did some different things um it's about 500 uh, 500 quid no, I bought the I bought the turntables for 500 quid the idea was take your mixer take the records but I'm not stopping the scratching so I'll, <laughs> I'll buy the turntables so I literally paid about 500 quid for was it maybe I think it wasn't cheap mm. For some to two turntables, and then right because I was there for a year, and just before I went, I found somewhere to send them back. I actually got it pretty cheap to send back compared to they just went straight with Qantas, and it was maybe a couple of hundred quid to send them back. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, then you had a full on setup, sharp yeah. cut. Yeah, so that's it kind of progressed sort of like that, yeah, through, yeah. yeah. But I get really angry with those belt drives because I wanted to be able to scratch, yeah, I would like literally bang them and I just. <laughs> <laughs> Because I wanted to be able to do it yeah. for, for for ages. And then, you know, so that... And plus, I was in a shop called... I can't even remember the shop is. Somewhere in Sunderland. You don't get anything... It's Let's say it as a as, you know, dancey star. It, I wouldn't say it's too eclectic, let's say, in the shop. But there's this... The worker in there, I'd, I'd never been in, seen him in there before. He was playing... So he basically was playing Cuba's Camel Bobsled. Mm. And I'm sort of down there. This, this is I purposely just hung around the shop listening to that. Yeah. Then I walked out of the shop and then I thought, what am I walking out of the shop for? I'll go back and ask him what it was. So I literally turned around in the street, <laughs> went back down and said, what's this? <laughs> he says, oh, it's this. So I went straight, I think I went straight to Newcastle because he didn't have it. He asked me straight to Newcastle and they had it in and I bought it. I've li- I listened to that so many times, it was yeah. unreal. Yeah. That camel bob's like, all the bendy, you know, it was like hard, just hardcore scratching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shadows beats. It was just, so it was just. I literally, if I moved rooms, I took that right on and put it into a different room <laughs> and put it on and then put the right on like that. And if I moved again, I'd, I'd do it again. Anyway, yeah, man, that's sick. So then you, you're already making. It sounded like you're already making some scratch music in 2003 when you met Kirk or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah we yeah. were, we were. We are. Uh, Take my buzzer off my phone. Can't remember what. I don't remember. Ned, Ned Hollins had already been about by then. I think you told me about them. I don't think. Uh, I, I, I think they, it you. was a sort of well, it was like post Phantasmagoria. Yeah. Basically, uh, everything I've heard it recently. Some of the stuff that we did, and it all sounds like like a, a sort of D styles copies basically <laughs> but you know an, an attempt to, to to basically redo Phantasmagoria at the time yeah was it well that, it, I it, it, it basically that's what it sounds, like, to right? sounds, yeah. sounds yeah. like that to me completely <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so we did one show and we we, we were called Dirty oh, Fireplaces oh that one that's what stupid Dirty Fireplaces that was the we were called Dirty Fireplaces you, you made that up surely yeah, yeah well, and no. we did one gig and we came out of the gig and there was a bench out the front of the, <laughs> of the place, and someone someone had written, like scrawled into the bench, "Dirty fireplaces are shit." <laughs> <laughs> I thought that is that's quite impressive. That's like, to, it took the time to carve it into a bench. In after what one gig lasted about ten minutes. <laughs> so. That's
All right, so I'm going to cut real quick in. Uh, we got a throwback video here, and it's uh, Dirty Fireplaces crew live. On the left, you've got Kirk Lonewolf. Next to him, we have P-Skills, then the arm, and at the very end, the farthest away, we have Maroon. So check it out. This is the first, earliest incarnation of Nozzle you'll ever see. Um, and I'm just going to put a quick clip, but then I'll link to the, the actual full video. Uh, it's not the best audio quality. Uh, I'll put it up on YouTube and link to it. All right, check it. But then you must have already been making some music or doing something before that, no? Or you just went straight in like, no, fuck it, we're making scratch music? All I wanted to do was, I, I, I only wanted to make scratch music. Uh, at, at that time, that's all I was trying to do. So I had like a, a four track, a Yamaha four track cassette one that uh, I got from Tim. And I was basically just using that and then realized that it was obviously, once I had this like a little idea and I didn't, I couldn't, continue it once I'd started it so I had to get it right in one go and then it was all this just just had a tape with like loads of ideas of things that, yeah. that, that uh, never went anywhere and then uh, I, I ended up teaching music technology for, for years but only because I couldn't I realized after making some scratch stuff and then uh, I was getting my mates to mix it and then I realized how that was basically 50% of the job so you've got to yeah yeah put all that work in so Making it sound even and nice. Yeah. Yeah. And then what about you? you? That was the first thing you tried as well, music-wise, like creating music or recording music straight into what well, scratch music? I or? think it's kind of... Ble- you, 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 I think... I mean, you, were, you were making... You were, you were using Reason. I was fun. And I, I think... I don't know. I, I think I'm, that's the way I seem to remember it. You were, you were making scratch beats. Yeah, I was making some... ジャンプしてるんだけど、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、
like I would sort of I said to my friends to make like little like story things so we'd make up like stories and we'd like kind of act them into it like that and we'd get like props like like we've got some balsa wood for like breaking bones and stuff and we're snapping that it was like a little radio broadcast on this talk one doing fully kind of sounds kind of sounds but like doing it sounds but I was like come on let's, let's do some like acting things uh, um, and but I remember using like the three and a half floppy disc or something and some of those sounds I was recording like I can't remember how I got them on there but I record sounds of the teacher but I was chopping them up in my dad's like a Windows 97 mm. thing you know like I think a lad in school showed, told me, oh, try this. So I got hold of it. So I was literally, literally chopping either side of, of these WAV files, only enough to like fill a disc, which isn't much. So I was kind of having a, a go of stuff there. That. I, I've, I've completely forgotten that I used to have an S2000 when I was about 16. Oh, yeah? Yeah, but uh, I didn't really do... I, I didn't have the patience for it. One of the instant gratification of scratching and, and, and doing that. Yeah. So I sold the S2000 to buy the turntables. That's happened. But uh, my my music making on that basically was uh, so bad. It was fair, we were just me and my cousin would just loop up loop up breaks, play them fast with a heavy bass line, and then put an air raid siren, and then we would come on and rap over. <laughs> yeah. that, that was it. <laughs> nice. Luckily, that finished. <laughs> it's probably, probably the best idea. Yeah, no, yeah. So then you guys do your first gig as a well, I forget dirty, dirty, dirty fireplaces. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then what? What came after that? Like, did you? You guys were started trying to make music, basically. So well, we just ended up doing uh, more just as two. And you guys are both living in Newcastle at that point. You both like moved. I was in You still, you were still like. Yeah, so I just get the train up. I just how far away is it? Eight miles, I think. Oh yeah, so it's just just. I get the train up for forty minutes on the train. Mm. On the metro, maybe. Yeah, it was because uh, what Kirky was doing every week, he was coming back with something like, but more than I'd heard any anyone doing, like you know, like there was the Ned Hodden stuff, but you were doing. I only know that when you told me. Yeah, but he was, you know, can you remember all that stuff with like. Uh, there was all the, the Ned Hodden stuff and I was basically now I was going out you know that was like the, the thing at the time mm. and you know uh, going down that route and we would I, I certainly was trying to do something along along those lines knowing that we, we could do it but then you were coming back with stuff that would be like fast like you know with lots of breaks laid up yeah. loads and loads and loads and loads of stuff yeah. and then I, and, and which is stuff I'd not thought about doing and then you know and then it, it, it more complicated Right stuff. So, and then I realised that I had to up my game what I was doing and tried to do things with different uh, time signatures and yeah, uh, like yeah, sections yeah. to it and, and and all that sort of stuff. And uh, yeah, so in the end, we just sort of decided that it was it was only really as that we're on we we're definitely on the same page about it. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And then what does the idea of nozzle come into play then? Is it much longer after that or is it no, still it just like we're just about the same time, wasn't it? Was it was like when we're doing it, we just thought, right, think of a name. So we wrote some names down. I said, let's put a Z in. <laughs> That's correct. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. The way I remember it is that you were sitting, the way, I don't think you agree with this, but I remember, I, I, I seem to remember that we, we were just suggesting loads of like Snoop Dogg type names, like, you know, like, no, that was definitely wasn't the And then you said, yeah, but like it was like, a, you know, like, because you said the Z and then yeah. there's all the like drizzle, you know, and all of that, like all this other stuff. And then I suggested that and you, I seem really to remember can't. you said, 
no, so as in like you were saying no to me suggesting all these names. That's what it was. Yeah, you were taking. Uh, you basically said no to a list of these names, and, and then, and then I don't remember that. That's, that's, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> No, Zul. no more Zuls, no more Zuls. Yeah, that's funny, man. Awesome. <laughs> but then it kind of turned into maybe Newcastle, Australia, London. It kind of turned. Is that what you think it is? is it? No, it's not. We, we no, it's not. It's nothing to do with it. But it was like something that could right. could could be uh, imprinted mm-hmm. sort of after on it. But that's just an afterthought, really. It's not really. It wasn't why it was made. Yeah, yeah. So then, like like that unreleased tracks stuff you guys put out a while ago. All the random un- unfinished or unfinished tracks. Yeah, uh, vanished, the ones yeah. that uh, vanished tracks, right? Which yeah. is which is technically unfinished tracks. I remember we were driving around, and you were like explaining some of them. Like what 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 era is that from, or what time is that it's from? The same stuff we wrote. Like, so it, it, That's what I'm wondering. Is that from the same time you guys? About, so it was over a period of time. We wrote, we, wrote, we we did loads and loads of stuff. I regret some of the stuff that we put on the record because we'd done better things. We yeah. didn't include them because they were older. Right. And we... Uh, it could have had more than... It could have had loads. We had, there was so, so many. I don't, I don't know why we... I, yeah, I, sure. think, we I just, think they should have just definitely put another 4 or 5 on easy. Yeah. It was, but, I really like that. Like it, That's like the permanent... Because I have the USB player in the car with all the RAM stuff, and I have the CD that's always in there, and it's like the CD that's always in. It's really nice. On the unfinished one? Yes. Oh, the vanish track. I think, I think oh, that, that, that was literally... So there's the main... Manu Bros here is Vanished... One, which I think, well, how many tracks are on there? Six? Ten. Ten. Oh, is there? Yeah, there's a big little chunk. there's a chunk. But the, the other one was kind of like stuff that was kind of unfinished. Then I did some stuff on like, I think someone was on a CDJ, because it was before I had a tractor, then like a digital system. I'm sure some of them were definitely on, because we did a live thing. Uh, yeah, we did. We, and we're on CDJ as well, because before we had... The digital stuff, it just helped. Like yeah, you could add a few yeah. more layers in. So some of those are, are made up of maybe slight CDJ ones. Might have had an early Serato. Well, uh, I had Final Scratch. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> Got rid of it very quickly. So some of the, a lot of them, were, those were just literally unfinished on the computer. I think I mentioned to Jimmy. Yeah. Jimmy. Jimmy's yeah, on. yeah, yeah. You know, okay, resurrect them. That's quite interesting because someone, someone we were in California earlier the, in the year, some, somebody else, it might have been Front Raw or somebody said that they had, a few people mentioned, oh no, it was um, FSO. He knows all of those. Like, he, he's going, oh, we're talking about those. I, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, I, yeah. I think more people know that than the actual one we put out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a resurgent, right? So if, he, if, he, if Jimmy put it out, everybody grabs it. But yeah, it's, it's, it was funny driving around with you and you were like, oh, this fucking one. Like, I never got to put the drums on there. And I was like, no, no, I, I actually, I actually like this one. <laughs> I, I love that that one has no drums. <laughs> so it, it seems like you made a specific choice to have to do it. It like works great, you know? And I was like, because that's like, technically yeah, what they are finished now. And then I just, I think I just put a, like a master on them because I wasn't going to put any more layers onto them. That's yeah. kind of what they were. Some were more finished than others. Mm. I couldn't get back in to remix them. Right. And clean them up or do whatever do with them. So it's just like, okay, I'll well, just stick a mask on them and that's it. There's, there's, the Oslo Flow album was also much longer in its initial form. You've probably heard the whole thing, have you? Yeah, yeah. The, like yeah. the long version of yeah, it. Yeah, but yeah, they yeah. wouldn't have it. They basically just kept on cutting out tracks all the way down. Like just going, no, 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 no. Yeah. So there's going to, there's a, there's, there, there would definitely be an, uh, an alternate Oslo Flow album you could. 
put out. Yeah, yeah, I'm back up, ready to go. <laughs> so yeah, so 2003-ish, you guys are meeting, trying to make music. When did you put out your first actual music release then? What was it? 2006. Six, right, yeah. Yeah. And then Kirky was doing uh, dubstep before it was called dubstep. It was like it was like grime, <clears throat> like really, but but it, that blended in with sort of scratch beats, so because it was kind of yeah, there was this anyway. weird like I I remember I went to a club once and I I was like somebody's playing some scratch beats, <laughs> and I was like that sounds dope, I want to cut to that, and then someone was like no nah, man that's dubstep, and it was like and then like two weeks later it was like dubstep was huge and everybody yeah, yeah. was playing dubstep and it was a big new thing, and, but yeah, I remember initially thinking like oh somebody's playing some scratch beats in there, like yeah, so I just kind of expanded those beats from. <clears throat> Yeah. To a bit more, like a full track. I think a couple of ones I did tweak a bit more so they were, they were a bit more dubby. Mm. But like generally, they were, it was pretty much a big, uh, more extended track of, of, of a loop. Not the Bloody Blades stuff, that was just like full on metal. Oh, well, with the, yeah, with, yeah. The, with the guitar. But yeah, but the other tracks around them, that was obviously the sort of main title yeah. track. Yeah. We'd send that to, we sent it to Distance. Who distance is like a dubstep producer who specialised in basically like Mac. All of his stuff had guitars in. Uh-huh. So like it was and like a phase. He basically yeah. replied saying it was too hardcore for him and he couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> too hardcore. <laughs> yeah, because like it seems like um like listening to you guys stuff. It it obviously has this real like cinematic uh, musical quality in general, right? Like for the the general like nozzle musical releases, even like the crazy hardcore stuff, it still has this like, I don't know, it's really well done, like the sound, the sound design aspect of it. Thank you. <laughs> no, really, like, it's, like even though those Vanish tracks, for example, like, you listen to that, and, and I can have, I'll have a play in the car, and I'll have to tell people it's scratching sometimes. They're like, yeah, there's some, scr-, they're like, oh, I hear a little scratching in there, what is this? I'm like, it's all scratching. Like, yeah. the, like you know what I mean? So it's not, it's not so self-evident, and it's really just, and there's all these things going on, like from singing to, yeah, and some guitar playing or whatever. Um, yeah, so I guess it was that, like as as you said from your side, the, the Phantasmagoria and then the Ned Hotting's inspiration. Yeah, but then <clears throat> like later on, I said we we had we'd done that, and like I, was, I was basically by two thousand six we put it out, and we uh, we did our best to sort of promote it, but like you. Who yeah. knows, you know how how you get that sort of stuff out there? So by the time we'd finished it, I thought that I was probably done with scratching. I thought, just yeah. uh, complete. I was like, what's the, what's the? I mean, we made the record now. Now what? Like, yeah, you know yeah, what? Yeah, 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 yeah. It, 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 you know, and then that's when I met Jim. I was introduced to Jim by <clears throat> Tootle, mm-hmm. who's now on unit. Yeah, and he. Uh, uh, and then I met Doug and Alex, and uh, Basel, I was like, "Yeah." And and the, uh, but the reason I mention it is that Vince McMahon were doing something. It turns out they were doing something in Ireland. There's four of them: Andy, Jimmy, Mikey, yeah. and Danny. And it was that was like, "Fucking out! This is this is better than the stuff we've been uh, that we've been like a, like the Ned. I mean, it was not better than Ned Hollins, but it was just like shit." This is completely different. They got yeah. all this like trad Irish music in there, like they're yeah, completely yeah. their own style. Like you know, yeah. I felt like I'd uh, just discovered something completely, you know, 
that I that was almost fresh boost uh, to the exactly completely. Yeah. What was that like? 2007, 2008, email? 2008, yeah. 2008, right? Yeah. Well, I met Dag and Alex and Jim in 2006. Six. How did you meet them? Because I mean, they're on the opposite side of the UK, basically, right? From, uh, who? From where you guys? Because they were down south, right? And you guys were up north. Who? Jim and. Oh, Jim. Uh, no, I'd moved to London by then. Oh, okay, so you moved to London, and you're st- and you're still up in Sunderland, then. Yeah. When when this is going on? Yeah. Yeah, I see. Okay, so you met Jim, just manipulate through whatever. Uh, do you know what well, I mean? he just put yeah, he just put out a seven inch. Okay. And we just put that out, and uh, Jim too tall said, "Oh, you should. Yeah. You should meet." So I met Jim in like a, a pub in East London. We just sort of like you know, stood up, gave each other a record, and had a had a chat. <laughs> and that would have been the what's what year was that's Community Scratch Games one or two right then around there. Two thousand. Well, they they done Community of, Scratch Games one was in t- yeah, two thousand seven. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Jim so that was, was that would have been the first year of, of the barbecue then. Two thousand eight would have been right. Mm, yeah, I think one year behind. Years. Yeah, yeah, I'm right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And then Alex and them came down for. Or how did that? Yeah, how did that happen? They uh, Stig of the Dump was <coughs> a friend of mine who I'd. <coughs> excuse me. Uh, he was he's a rapper and uh, I used to DJ with him. Uh-huh. And then another friend of ours was DJing for him in Norway, and they were on at the same club. And then uh, <laughs> yeah. he, he, he Pernell, yeah, and he said uh, he he brought them over and then introduced them. Oh, nice. Them. Crazy, nice. I didn't know that. I was always wondering how they. I remember there's that YouTube video of all you guys. I don't know what year it is, but it's an early video. It's the self indulgence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's 2007. That's 2007. Yeah, okay, that was so sick. I remember being like, "Fuck those guys over there, so fucking good." Like, what the fuck? Yeah, but that's that's what I felt like. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that was madness, man. And then there's like a, a, a clear set style to the lone wolf like scratch beat stuff you know like when do you think you developed this kind of was it this inner anger (laughs) (laughs) no like it but it's like you know a lone wolf beat comes on i'm like oh fucking lone wolf beat yes like i can't wait to cut get all fucking aggro but like when when do you think because i i can't place when i first heard your beats but it's just it just seems like they've been there a long time even when we did we did the dirty fireplaces thing I did beats for that and we put them on up on the site for freeze. I mean that was two thousand three. I was I was putting them up. Are those still out there? Um, I probably got them on CD somewhere, but somewhere to download or Because that's the thing I can I, I, I remember from the loopers, you know, the actual loopers you released. I stood there quite late on. Yeah, there was that's what I was thinking. I was thinking yes. you did that for the first looper to was it six? No, it wasn't. No, but you know, it was because was it? it went it was it had the artwork of the record. And it was to it was to promote uh, it, yeah, but the style of that's completely different. Yeah, that was just, I did was I did loads of varied things on there. There is a couple of harder ones on, but um, I could I can do that. It's the only one with Chris Akabusi sample. Yeah. So. Of course, we didn't use him when we made it. <laughs> <laughs> but so yeah, when do you think that that kind of style gets a little I, better? I don't know. You just because for me, it's the, obviously the first loopers I saw, though. But like, like I like. I like metal thi- things as well, so like like corn. I love yeah. corn, and that's like kind of that's um, I don't know, like I don't know how do you chuggy riff based type yeah. thing. So I I kind of like that thing, not necessarily in guitars, which I have done guitars for it, but maybe that darker, harder style. And like I said, I would listen to heavier drum and bass, like 
I don't know, like technical itch I would listen to a lot. Like Lime Wax I really like. Like heavy, heavy. So it's yeah. kind of like I like those type of darker sounds. So kind of mixing that with I don't know, like the maybe a hip hop style or something that works with scratching. It's kind of like it. It's not necessarily <laughs> I'm trying to be like that. It's just right. that that's yeah, it's just you like, know you gravitate to those yeah. different types of music because that's kind of what you like. But I like I like jazz and I like funk and I like all kinds. Yeah. But maybe it's a kind of you know it comes on you like you've got that bass element to the scratches as well. So yeah, like to the to the beats. So they're I could just kind of like that. So, some of the ones are like a little bit of a. A kick that's just a bit like you know you're hitting the top of a cardboard box or something. It's just like, oh, like what's that? But if yeah. you put for me, if I put a kick in like mm. like that, you've got a bit more presence to it. You know, like a, I don't know, a giant walking down the street, you're gonna hear dum dum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It gives it a bit more subliminal. It gives it a bit more. It gives it a bit more like of a subliminal um, weight to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, but then if you can have it, that's it's a bit. Maybe not catchy is the wrong word, so it's like, like in a pop sense, but like again, just going back to the corn thing, like a um, a bit of a, a bit of a riff theme in it. That's and if you change the the percussion, sort of leading leading the patterns in a certain way with different layers of them, um, it kind of it gives you a theme to sort of try and scratch with it. You, you can sort of trigger off on some mm, of the percussion yeah. and it kind of leads you into a, a certain flow, yeah. flow style. So, you know, it's not just hard beats I would necessarily do, you know, I do right. very ones, but I do like, I do like that yeah. heavier style. Which, <laughs> and I'm sitting there in the, in the room, I'm like, yes, that's good. But if you're putting a, you know, a crap kick, a crap snare in, What's this doing? You know, it's music. It's technically there, but it's just like, oh yeah, it's, it's nonsense. Yeah. And then you just change that, change that. That's pretty And it turns into that, and then it kind of turns into that. But then, that, then I start really liking it. Yeah, yeah. And then, I mean, the tunes must morph through three and four tunes before it ends up. Sometimes, yeah. before it ends up on the final one, because I just keep going until I feel I've hit a bit of a sweet spot. You can put stuff together and make a track. You can still have some kicks or some snares or um, some bass in there which doesn't necessarily sound great but you've technically made a yeah, piece of yeah, music yeah, yeah. but unless I'm really into it yeah. at the time I, mean, I, I might look back in six months and think nah, wasn't really, I'm not as into it now but at the time um, if I'm really into it there that's kind of when I'll go okay I'll maybe finish this as, yeah. a, as, a, <clears throat> as a track so I don't, I don't know, I guess it's just developed and it's from influences that I like, um, it's kind of, I don't know, just pulled it all together really to make, yeah. to make scratch beats. But I think an important thing is to make it, yes, you can make a, a beat of a certain tempo, but I try and cater to specifically like scratch, scratch I call it like scratchability. Yeah. Because yeah, you can have a you can have a beat of some sort, but it's just like oh, I don't really bother on scratching that. Right, right, right. But then I, I kind of when I kind of do it, I want to put it on and think, I right, right. I want to have a go at this. If I don't feel like that with it, I'm, the thing with, I'm not supposed. To. The thing with with uh, <clears throat> all of your ones, they are the beats that you like to scratch to. Because like I, I do like to take <laughs> slow, yeah. slower ones type of thing. Like I, 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 I'm not kind of lazy with it, but I did. I don't know. I'm just a bit more. I quite like that mm. rather than like 
doing like massive sprint and just blah blah blah. It's just like I remember um, uh, Bernard Bernard Purdy <coughs> or well, Bernard Purdy if you remember in Britain, but uh, yeah, the drummer. Yeah, funk drummer yeah. he's made ooh yeah he's giving, it, he's giving it this he mentioned about his drumming style I remember I'm sure it was him um, the position he had of the of the uh, of the drums and how he would drum and he's really funky but he says he's quite sort of lazy with it he'll try and you know do it at certain speeds where he's he's trying to be not without being mega fast but still having a certain uh, pattern, or, pattern or rhythm or something um, so I guess that's why I'm sort of comfortable at that. I, I like that speed, maybe rather than just like one way, just going mm. like ninety, like ninety-five BPM. It's just like I'm not, not bothered. One ten. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's the one ten. We found we, yeah, he's, he's, he's the official one ten, hundred and ten BPM king. <laughs> Very comfortable. <laughs> it's my natural body rhythm. <laughs> it became official at. Uh, 11.35 p.m. on uh, last night on Thursday night Thursday night I see yeah I think you I think you might have found something about that tempo though for people in general because it's definitely like there's something about the tempo that just and the way your beat sound too the people every time your beat comes on at like a scratch session or something then it's like a cue to get a <laughs> and like you know, like like if, if me and Diego are in Berlin at the scratch session and and uh, Lone Wolf beat popped on we both are like eye each other from across the room and it's like we gotta go now you know hurry before someone else gets up there and then we don't want to leave the it's table it's great to like, hear when people say that and like the yeah. nice things so it's think, so true though like it's yeah it helps and then it, also the guys who can't cut very well all walk away <laughs> this is too <laughs> crazy this is too heavy I've heard that a couple of times <laughs> Well, maybe a few times that it just like to be good to get definitely when a lone wolf beat comes on the big boys of the session get up and stay up for a while <laughs> and the other guys go watch I don't know what it is but I've seen it in many countries I've seen it like many, <laughs> just, yeah. many groups of people it's maybe, maybe it's that it's that speed I mean the, I'll do, I don't, 137 to 150 is the majority uh, yes I'll do stuff outside of that yeah. but or 136 whatever it's not I do like there's a lot of there's a lot of <clears throat> yeah but I've heard that a lot of times in your stuff so it's like it's like yeah it doubles <laughs> Like that type um, of thing, you know. Like, um, yeah, but, but yeah, you really make that face do that. I, have, I gotta go fucking hurt something. Out, like. But I wonder what what about that speed? Is it like I, I, it's yeah, quite I comfortable? So you're not too fast. But you can be ex, you can be the double time sounds good and fast. But you can do it slow as well. It's so you don't, you yeah, don't, exactly. You don't necessarily have to double it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's something you, about you've that. You've got to be confident to do nothing. You've got to be confident to go at the half speed. The thing is, if someone is yeah. not comfortable comfortable at that speed, what speed is comfortable? Mate, what? One ten. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I, is that the divvy speed? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, because no. I guess with the real new scratcher, they just get stuck in like ba 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 beep beep ba or whatever. You know, very basic. Is like, that a ninety-five ish? And like keep, and they won't pause. You know what I mean, though. Pause is good. They won't pause like a newer scratcher. They're just trying mm. to like get in what they can get in. So maybe they're a little uncomfortable with that tempo because they don't pause. I don't know, but it's definitely a thing. Like you see it all the time. Like yeah, faces get screwed when they're not. Let's go. Yes, let's go destroy. That's it. good, but that's that's. I'm, I'm pleased that people think yeah. that. 
because that's how kind of how I've tried to do it. Like yeah, you yeah. just want to be able to go and and, and yeah. I mean, that's what it sounds over. like. You're like that's your intent is I want ones that to I be want a to scratch over. Yeah. like I want to hear and scratchability be, level. Yeah, that's definitely whether it's a quicker one or or more of a half tempo. But then, as you say, I put the extra kicks in to give it that quickness, so you can just quickly double up. Yeah. Um, and you so you can have the slow tempo. Which which I like to, I would call maybe a theme maker I like to call and uh, and then with the extra kicks it's giving you the hint that it's it's that fastest so you can then quickly do some I don't know yeah more clicks or more um, syllables <coughs> I thought that worked well yesterday with a mixture of like uh, yeah, diagonal oh, stuff and yeah. all of that all of the same because it meant there was, it was largely it was in that same bracket of tempos but yeah because theirs is similar because I find it you know I find it uh, as you know when you put some things together for us to do before I, I do if, if, to go for, for for me like half an hour of your beats I find I find it difficult so it probably means I'm basic low level guy <laughs> no, but um, I find it, uh, you know, uh, so to have that variety of, of, of stuff, you know. Well, they're like Dragon Axe's ones are, are similar. It's yeah, very similar. But it's just a little, a little bit, a little bit, bit faster. Uh, do like a, you know, sort of Alex's, you can tell one of yours, you can tell one of Alex's. Yeah, yeah, for sure. One of Dag's, like, you, yeah. know, you can spot that and immediately it makes you do different things. Yeah, so yeah. Just to, yeah, you yeah. know, like. Yeah. Yeah, without a doubt. So the other thing I was curious about um, up to this point, like, what are you guys doing for money? Because I know you guys, both, <laughs> you guys both have kind of interesting other things besides scratching. At least from chatting with you over the years and and lurking on your, you know, umbrellas, all sorts of different things. So like, what, yeah, what are you up to other than scratching during this kind of time period after you guys meet? You're making this music. How are you paying the bills? How are you keeping everyday life going? You know, what are you up to at these times? Yeah. Scratching. We're both fully employed in scratching. Fully yeah, employed. yeah. So, so, so just paying the bills. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Said no one. Said yeah. <laughs> a handful, handful of people in the world. It's more through various things over the years, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, we worked. The thing is, aside from the scratching, we worked together on a lot of various other things. Yeah, that's what I. I, 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 I like, like, yeah, like yeah, just loads of things. So we worked on films together, where we've done like. The mix and Kirky's done the foley and then ended up doing the score for it and then I mm. would uh, you know do all the dialogue and the sound effects and all uh, that yeah. type of thing and then we 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 did a little short film that we wrote years ago. Oh, that one we started. Yeah, we did, a short, we did a short. We sure did a short <laughs> film. We were working with a guy called Darren. Uh, an animator and he basically what he asked got in touch and said could he, could he do an animated 3D animated video yeah. for one of our tracks mm. and we said no we would we'd like to write a new one for mm. you you know so let's come up with a story and we'll, we'll write it and it was going to take six months it took five years to do <laughs> it and he's still never seen it <laughs> No. But um, and in it's the end, done, though, in, in the end, it it, in the end, he was so used to the tent music yeah, he'd been using. He, he said, Can I, "I don't want to use your music." So we wrote the story, but we never actually put any music. <laughs> it's good as well. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Uh, so we've we, we've oh, yeah, we we've, done, we've done. It feels like we've 
Kirk is, uh, has always been my go-to guy. If you need something doing, if he doesn't know how to do it, he'll learn how to do it. Yeah. And he'll do it well within a short period of time. Thank you very much. Uh, all right, that's enough. Keep <laughs> <laughs> <Can you> going. <tell laughs> no, he's a... I think I think quote you were saying he's a bit of a renaissance man. Did I say that? Yeah, a few years Did ago. Did I say oh, that? We're, we're... Gillies, well, don't don't Gillies, me when I've been drinking. Gillies at five in the sake. morning. Yeah, five in the morning and the uh, Gillies at like. Yeah, but you know he's a bit of a renaissance man. I say there ain't much around, but he's one of them. <laughs> like what, very good. This time I'm finding some new things out here, Richard. This is very nice. Well, like when he decided he was uh, going to get into drawing and then drew a massive A naught tiger with a pencil that looked exactly photorealistic. After that. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. You're like with the drawing, just out of nowhere. Like, <laughs> like suddenly we we were, we put we had artwork done for things he never mentioned to me once he could draw, and then comes up with a photorealistic tiger. <laughs> uh, yeah, we've uh, but yeah, I uh, <clears throat> I run a company with a, another guy where we do like uh, uh, mainly post production for mm. for films. So we do color grading and, yeah. and sound mixing and editing and on set services and, and right. that sort of thing. But I've uh, done various other jobs over the years. So yeah, we'll, yeah. I was a teacher when we met and. Just in the school near me, because it was easy to just come down lunchtime, then he just stopped coming around. Oh, no, he told me that, no, he, he, I, I would, yeah, I would, I would teach him that I was teaching maths at the school opposite his house, but I just, that, but that, that was after we met, and it just ended up that I ended up doing that, and he told me to stop, stop coming around at lunchtime in case his house got egged, because I was... A <laughs> no, I didn't, I didn't at all, I didn't. <laughs> no, I didn't oh, the kids thinking you live there. <laughs> That's funny, man. That's really funny. Well, what about um? I just went blank. I was gonna ask about something really specific, and I completely lost it. But yeah, like with the drawing, like so you were drawing before since you were a kid, right? Like, like GCSE, I got I got here starting art. Yeah. So I, you know, I could draw to a good level for that uh, particular age group, maybe. But then I did sixth form. But then some of the stuff you're doing in sixth form art. What's sixth form? Uh, just, after, uh, just after so oh, 16 to yeah. 18 okay so you, some people go, go to college right um, or you can go to sixth form which is basically pretty much stay on at your school but you know change your tie or whatever. And I don't, change your tie no you change your tie whatever I, I did I, I, can't, I only, I only really went there for a couple of, I only went there for a couple of teachers really because yeah. I really like the teachers my art and my PE teacher um, but I don't know some of the stuff you've been asked to do in uh, I don't know. I just I wasn't so keen on. I just kind of just wanted to just draw specific things. Yeah. I was having to do other stuff, and that's right. that's why I did do it at university either because it was like oh, <laughs> we want you to do that. I, was, I don't really want to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was pointless. Stop telling me what to do. Pointless me, <laughs> pointless me kind of going there. But yeah, so I did it in you know I did it in sixth form and stuff, but I didn't want to keen in the sixth form one um, just because the different stuff you had to do. But then I just didn't do anything. And then I draw my, my grand's 90th birthday, which is about 2013. I pulled Ray for her for a birthday, for a 90th birthday. And I really, I, I had to finish it because other ones I'd started before. I just, I'd, I'd do it for a bit. I thought, yeah. Oh, I sat this off. I've, I've had enough of this. The but other deadline with the 90th I birthday. Fin- I had to finish that one. Yeah. I like, yeah, presented to her and stuff, uh, which was really nice. And I've got it on my wall in the house, actually, now. I've got it back. Um, but then after then, I thought, I really enjoyed drawing again, mm. so I'm going to do I what I did 
Maybe I should. Yeah, I think I literally went straight in with a tiger. I thought because I thought, well, if I'm going to, if I'm going to, oh, did I? Oh, did I you do did a dag one? No, I did a dag one. I did. I, I did. Now you did a dog. You did like a uh, like. You did a yeah, that's for Lane's Mr. Salance's. Uh, and then you did, uh, and then you did the tiger. I'm sure I drew the. I do not draw do one of dag. I was before dag. Yeah, I did one of that. I don't know where that is now, actually. I kind of don't want to show it because it's just like I'm doing better than that now. So I don't want to show it. But no, I did that one. I really enjoyed that. I did that quite big. So I thought, right, I'm going to challenge myself and draw some different, uh, some challenging ones. You know, like mm -hmm. I, I used to like drawing portraits. So I'd kind of draw those portraits, but I thought, I just want to just draw a portrait. I'm going to try something harder. So I thought, I'm going to challenge. So I thought, well, the different hair things of, of animals, I'm going to try and do that. Um, so yeah, then I'd. But I thought, well, I'm not doing the, I'm not taking it seriously if you're doing it like in a, in a, in a little A4 one on it after Nordpad thing. I thought, right, let's do this gallery size. So I just went, <laughs> <laughs> I just went like, a, was it A1 or something? Yeah, it's yeah. A1. 700 hours later, the, uh, <laughs> I literally 700 I hours. -ish, <laughs> 700 ish hours. If just like in a day, you've just done about that. Yeah. Depending on which area it is. Just like loads of different layers, but then I thought, wow, that's, that's done really well. I really like that. So I thought I'll get some prints of them. I thought, right, if I do six or seven of them, I knew that would take a long time. You know, I could go and do, maybe see how that goes in this sort of art world. Mm -hmm. um, so I got some prints and stuff done. I, I got the, put a website up, did some craft fairs, put it in for some uh, galleries. Some what I think I took the one in Lakes. I took the elephant one to to the one in Lakes in the Lake District. But uh, I think I got down to a very short list, and then I didn't get past that little short list, so that never went. Ended up going in there. And I put in Ribbon Cathedral. Ribbon Cathedral do one as well. I put in there, but that so I didn't get in there. So that was kind of pissing me off. Because I because I went I went to the exhibition the one in the Lakes, and I looked yeah. down at one. Stripes on a stripes on a canvas. <laughs> Stripe. Oh, uh, anyway, so I didn't I didn't get in those ones, but um, then I had the idea of for some reason I really like umbrellas. Like I, I just, I just really the aesthetic. Yeah, maybe it's, maybe it's just like you know it keeps you dry. Maybe the, the practicality of it it keeps, it keeps you dry. But it, I don't know. It looks kind of cool. That's what I always say about you. Kirky loves umbrellas. <laughs> Why well, not loves it? Like, I've just got like, a million umbrellas, but I don't know. I just, say I've always what you like about Kirky, but he loves umbrellas. <laughs> so then I thought, oh, well, something a bit different and just having, you know, like <clears throat> something would happen in the, um, in the craft fairs, be like, oh, sorry, I've got loads of pictures up. I've got nowhere to put them. All right. But your work's really good. Okay. That's really, still really nice to hear. And I thought, well, what? How else? How else can people enjoy art without having yeah. necessarily putting up on a wall? And I thought, oh, well, umbrellas is really, really good because you technically, and I call it like a, a moving art gallery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is is really good. Uh, which I thought. So then I found a company. I've had I had to go to abroad for it because the ones in England just wouldn't do mm -hmm. it. No, they wouldn't. You would have to get like little. Um, sort of like A4 like transfers on the yeah, corner yeah, of transfers, things. right? Like Rubbish. The, the, the branded corporate, you know, giveaway umbrella. Yeah, type that thing. type of stuff. So yeah, it wasn't yeah, what yeah. I wanted. So I had to go basically abroad and get them done. But they, they sent a few, a couple of test ones. Oh, wow, this is amazing. Big sports size umbrella. I mean, they're yeah. Kind of this big. Um, 
so uh, yeah i ended up getting some of those umbrellas um and i rechanged the site to like undercoat art umbrellas right um but now i've got just realized, you're a really strange person aren't you yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Just> <clears throat> angry scratch beats in art umbrellas that's what <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I, I put them up, um, but it's it's time with them because it takes so so long to draw those ones. I don't want to mess about with A4 ones. Mm. I did consider that for a bit, do lots of smaller ones for the crafters. Yeah, and the you know they might sell better and stuff. <clears throat> but I've not. I don't want to have fun with them. I just want the big ones, mm. which you know they look, they really look cool. grand. Yeah. I mean, I've got them up in my house. Really nice frames. They look really impressive. Um, but then I kind of because I got like seven done and kind of printed and I had them on the umbrellas I wasn't in a rush to have to do more because I know that once I go down there and, and start on drawing the time taken up is just it's extreme yeah. like yeah. hundreds and hundreds of hours yeah um, how many different ones did you draw between I, starting with the tiger uh, like seven I just like seven seven yeah. different uh, drawings of animals so I pretty much had them on the yeah, three or four thousand dollars worth of work. Yeah, it, it literally it's is. Nice like, that's nice, isn't it? But, but <laughs> what's the umbrella's got for? <laughs> the <laughs> fifty pound each. Yeah, it'd be one hundred and fifty to make that good money. <laughs> yeah. That's why it's difficult. You yeah, see, it's like, crazy. Like, is, is a is a money you know? If luckily, the money's money rolling in from the scratch stuff. All <laughs> <laughs> uh, those loopers. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I could have just scaled down and have lots of different variations, yeah, but yeah. I don't want that. So I'm taking the hit with that. With like, yeah. But as I've got so many. Uh, like six, seven, or seven. I'm kind of not in a rush to have to do some more. And plus, with my time taken up doing other stuff, you know, the scratch stuff and and all, um, just all the different like musicy things that we'll, I'll be doing. Yeah. It's it's literally time in a day. I, c I can't wait. Hopefully, in a few years, if some things change around, my time will be freed up loads. Yeah, there's no time to get it all done. Like, it's literally do. not enough time. Like mm. I can see. I was just getting others. Just getting old. Like I used to remember, want, really wanted to be busy in life, and now I am busy and I'm fucking devastated. <laughs> <laughs> like I can see, I can see a week planned out already just by thinking there, 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 there. Yeah. And you can kind of write off five or six days. Yeah. I mean, I've got a, I've got a video to put up on the nozzle channel already, but I, it's time taken to do it because I, I did those beats for the the Clash of the Titans mm -hmm. final mm -hmm. so I was able to make them and then you know mix them master them so they're all nice and sound and sounded good then you kind of well that because that's kind of deadline so I fit fit them in to do that and then I had to move straight on to practicing for yesterday and try and find the samples and stuff and, and, and go did through did you stick to the stuff yeah, yeah, quite yeah, did, did you yeah good I'm glad, I'm glad somebody did <laughs> Um, but uh, so I was doing that so trying to fit these other things in yeah yeah. and then um, and then just before them I'd just been finishing the Nightwolf album right so but then I've, I've done the you know then you have to like do the, the design for it art design for the, the right. cover and stuff as well then you have to sort the cover out you have to sort the sort the cassettes out and you yeah the time's just massively taken up so if I um Hope I said hopefully in the in a few years that will change and then I'll be able to put a lot put a lot more out and, and do a lot more stuff. But what about uh, some nozzle music? Beyond we talk, we've been talking <clears throat> recently vaguely about doing a nozzle flow record. Yeah, like a big all, all in all off. I guess Spiley then. Yeah, Andre and 
yeah. But, but, it's about, but the, the, the difficulty with that is I've never been quite able to work out how to <clears throat> get the, the uh, on the last Osland Flow record, I think it... Get your scratches sounding good. Yeah, fine, I can't work that <laughs> out, yeah. But it's, I've never been able to work out how to get that, <clears throat> the, the, the vibe of being there. Yeah, yeah, onto yeah, a record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if you know, if you watch, if you watch Dag scratching, you can feel something. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah and yeah. and when you record it, do yeah. you? It's still good, and but you lose something. Mm-hmm. And just, you just uh, do live. Yeah, we do live. What we did on the Oslo Flow record at points, and I think I might try doing this again, is we recorded the line in, but we also put a mic in the room. And so on certain tracks on the Oslo Flow record, there's a mic in the room recording the clicks of the crossfade as well, mm-hmm. yeah, laid, so on, flip, laid yeah. on top of it. Giving that the, the feel, maybe, that Yeah. Energy. And just like a little talk, talking. Yeah, little bits of talking and all yeah. that. Yeah. Trying yeah. to put that in there. Yeah, that's, that's really good. But maybe it's just to do it live. Live but, and film it really well or something. So there's a... Do you want to film it? No. <laughs> I'm just not good at filming. It's just, it's just up streams. <laughs> Plug the GoPro in and let it do its thing. Get John, get Captain Crunch on that one. Yeah. Yeah. He's got the massive gimbals and all the <laughs> shit and the pro editing. But I've I've been wanting to do some just nozzle stuff anyway, which I was. I think I took. Said it's a really good thing. Is, it's just it is time. time. It's, it's, li- it's know, absolutely know natural, you know. Because yeah. the thing is, is that even for this, for the show we were doing just now, I've had, I've just finding the time we all want to do it right or, or, but and then but the reality is is the only way it's going to happen is is that you know those lads came to my house and we had to just go this is it it has to be done in this period and you have to time limit it once you once you don't have any rules like that and you yeah. and you give yourself a bit of flexibility yeah it, yeah, yeah. it disappears and you'll never get it done yeah yeah that's really hard to balance for sure because I bought a, I've, I told you, two, two, three years ago now, I bought a little, <coughs> another, like, loop pedal. Because we, remember the one I bought before? He was egging me on about this. He said, oh, we're going to do loads of stuff for this loop pedal. We're going to do live stuff. All right. Never used it. I know. This is, you know, I've really, really been uh, really excited. But I think we used it about a dozen times. And then it was just like, and it was just like, I think I paid about 250 quid for it at the time. Yeah. Just, oh, no, it'd be really good if you did this. All right, now. We're <laughs> doing this. I think this sounds very, you know, like getting enthusiasm, enthusiasm up. Like it's just like six months down the line or a year down the line. It's just like. So have we got any more things to do with that? Is no, no, no. So basically, I just went in a box and then I sold it on for a hundred quid later, a loss or something. But I've rebought another little one, which you can. I can't remember what it's called. It's a boss one. You can have. Um, you can drop like wave wave files in it, mm. wave mm-hmm. files in it. Uh, and start with something already in there, which yeah. is pretty good. I mean, you, people know what it is, but I can't remember. I haven't actually used it even over the last three years. But I've, I've been planning <laughs> so on doing something like that. With someday, someday. <laughs> it's there in the box. It's like brands. Every, as soon as I use it, I've never even plugged it in. It's just like I've got a brand spanking new looper. So I have been meaning to do something like that, but more for the last three years. Yeah, yeah. But again, it's time. It's, it's literally yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, li- it's literally time. So, but if I had enough, um, I was wanting to just do something with um, like textures rather mm. as opposed to necessarily beats or something, but just like almost like atmospherics for just to kind of listen, listen to. I think some of the, with some, some scratch music, uh, my personal preference is uh, 
in a setting is to have just seats like in Berlin upstairs when Diego was mm-hmm. doing Diego and Friends and he was, had the effects and the other guys had you know yeah. the digital percussion type things I can't remember what he had yeah, yeah, yeah. just sitting in a lounge like this um, and listening to them was a great setting for it like we, we've been to some other stuff and I don't know you, you kind of stand in and one of the more mellow stuff which feels like you know, I, I prefer maybe sitting down for mm. it so if I was going to do some textury things I, I don't know it'd just be nice to kind of do it in a uh, amphitheatre yeah with, with like seats or something maybe it's just a, I don't kind of like standing too, too long yeah yeah but I don't know but it was yeah I was going to do something like atmospherics um, mm. there's some some really good guys uh, maps and diagrams they, they I really like their stuff and there's some which is just like textures and, and it's almost like <clears throat> sound colours to a certain it's, it's like um, creating almost like visual movies in your mind right when you when you make them and you close your eyes and you can almost like yeah. piece together like a new movie Scenes, in yeah. your head if you have these textures ambiences yeah. I'll, I'll often just walk about with them and just have them um, just playing them in, in my head so I was kind of wanting to do that with some of the, the loop pedal now I'll do like a little video and I was going to maybe do like a green screen yeah. type thing like a light uh, ambience thing scratched it all scratched, yeah. scratched in but very subtle you know you don't have to be just like yeah. million clicks in, in the space of three seconds for it just but just played in with the turntable. Right. Like, no, no, not even that. Like, it won't be that technical, but it's just putting different sounds in by a turntable. Yeah. So I, that's on my list of things to do, but three years later, uh, it's, it's, still, <laughs> it's still on there. Yeah. Uh, I, can't, I can't forget to say, um, yeah, thanks for the looper tutorials, besides all the dope beats. Uh, you, uh, you mentioned that people like them. I, I used that one myself, and like, I'm sure, I know, I know of a million people who have as well. Like, I only made one looper with a friend, but it was like, fuck, how do we do this? And I'm like, look, I'm like, oh, he's got a good tutorial. Someone mentioned it yesterday. Yeah, I, I heard somebody say it the other day as well, yeah. That's good. They were like, yeah, I used his looper tutorial, like, it was perfect. Because I thought it would benefit, I thought it literally benefit, so I I was wondering how to do them as, as well to start with. Yeah. Uh, I don't think there was like, too many around, but pretty much as soon as I learned, and I, I thought, yeah. I think when I, was doing, when I was searching, I was trying to find some kind of method which allowed me... <clears throat> To just to just to loop, and I thought I could yeah. work the rest out. So I, I thought, ah, right, this this lets you do a perfect loop. Okay, then I I got all of that, and then I kind of just faffing on, and it, I got one loop, and I thought, wow, this is it. So as soon as I did that, I thought, right, I'm sorted. Now I can just reproduce that. Yeah. So I kind of did it, and then I thought, oh, this is pretty easy now. I'll um. So what, whatever, I'll, I'll whatever, everyone needs, uh, whatever everyone needs is a cookie who will learn how to do it if he doesn't know how to do <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. Then you know, so do things like I remember. I would say what I've been looking at you recently. Well, then. I would say things to you like, uh, like you would do something, and then I would say, "No, nah, I don't. I don't think it's right. Like uh, this is the problem with it." And you would go, "Right," and you would go and <laughs> <laughs> do it again, like until you got it right. Like. But. So then I thought, right, right, well, this would benefit everyone because, you know, it's it's good for yeah. the Scratch community to have yeah. more loopers up there. So I thought, right, I'll do, I'll do, a, I'll do a tutorial. It's more content for the, yeah. for the Nozzle mm-hmm. channel. And uh, yeah, I thought I'll, I'll put that up. I think the whole thing is like 45 minutes, which yeah. is about, yeah. you know, so two, so you can't really do it quickly because you'll be missing out all kinds, no, yeah, which sure. defeats the object. Apparently. Yeah, yeah. So I thought I'll just do it okay, like a fair pace. 
through, yeah, yeah. just so you've got the kind of basics of how to do it. Um, but yeah, I've heard a lot of people have. have I'm pretty sure that's the it. only tutorial out there. That's there was a written one somewhere, but that wasn't very easy to follow. Yeah, I think that's the only. I mean, anybody who's made one pretty much since then is probably. <laughs> probably I what, doubt they like went out on their own. And when there's a video of telling you how, you know, I know it's just video all the time. But <laughs> the problem with that Switch Max is they they don't exist anymore. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. even. I'm just using my laptop from like 2007 to do to do them. If that knacks, there's no more. <laughs> yeah, there was something that I think somebody posted on Digital Vertigo, like, "Hey guys, follow his steps, but change it for this." Ah, oh, was that? Okay. And in another step, you do this and this. If I remember right, more modern. Because I only made a looper for the first time like two or three years ago. Yeah. And I followed yours, but yeah. I had to yeah, like. Yeah, it's a different. I had to just get a version. different version or something. And I then... tried the new version. I couldn't even do it. I was just like, <laughs> well, I don't even know how to do. It. So but then I, I still I... use your tutorial, like the whole thing, except for yeah. like there'll be some relevant points. You had to yeah do whatever they called it in that software or save it the way they said or whatever. But yeah, and you don't have to be sure. like a proper coder. No, no, and, like all. flash things. It's yeah, kind no. of like a um, not plug and play as such, but it was it was an easier yeah. route of doing yeah. it. Grab grab a little bit of script and yeah, a bit copy more user friendly and change around your values and you're good. Yeah, which was the the point of the of the program in the yeah, first place, yeah. I guess. Yeah, it's crazy how much those things kicked off like that. You know, there's just a million loopers now. Like, and I gave everybody I access. Think to... like loads of that stuff changed quite odd, isn't it? Like, yeah. <clears throat> so so much, so many more people seem to be scratching like a. a, a Despite there being no money in it and not really the portables, man, the portables have been the biggest yeah definitely juice for yeah but, but those people must have been able to scratch it no yeah that's the thing just got no, no that's true this the thing is like um I noticed it when I was an eight whenever I've been traveling like I come across guys that used to scratch early two thousands stopped ten years twelve years and now their friend showed them a portable and they're like oh and then they're like well I guess I can spend one hundred and fifty. And get back into it. Yeah, quick. it's accessible, definitely. It's like super accessible to get back into it, and then and then they're like, "Hey, man, you know, it's not a mixer, or normal trade after." <laughs> but still, like, so many guys I meet were like, "Oh, I haven't cut in ten years, like constantly over and over every country I've been in, and I'm back at it now. I got this portable, or I'm, you know, putting a fader in myself. It's really fun." I'm like, yeah, so it definitely like led to a resurgence. Plus, it's just so int- so cheap to get in. What ha- can you buy for 125 and have it cut? Like, there's nothing. Like, haven't, <laughs> haven't said that. I had a go of it first time. It Mickey, Mickey said I can have a go of it at his house. I went and tried. I couldn't get away with it. I couldn't get away with the the, the toggle thing on. Oh, the, the it switch. The switch up, is horrible too. Because I have my right hand on the turntable. Yeah, yeah. It's just jumping all over the place. I literally was like, "It's a shame. I I cannot use this." But <clears> but then I remember last year at Sample Music Festival or something. You have a cut on the portable that was like a you know ultra modded setup one. You'd be like, "This is brilliant." Well, that was my, that was mine. We took. I've still got to. I've still got to put those videos up. Yeah, uh, yeah. Of like um, of us on the table tennis table at yeah. about four o'clock in the morning using the yeah. using the thing. So that was mine. But the first time I used it with Mickey's, I didn't. I thought I, I cannot use it. It's just jumping all well, over the, the place. Well, I don't like the, the switch. The switch I couldn't. I yeah. also was like, this is fucked. Then he got the little fader in. That was an improvement. Yeah. But it was still jumping. I thought I can't do it. Then you bought the fully. Modded. Uh, <laughs> I, I, bought, I, I bought it because I'd seen Kodak using it at Jimmy's house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I, I thought, okay, I use the scratches all from here. Yeah, 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 yeah. All there, and I realised I'm all up here. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, and I was like, shit. Like, if I get this, then I'm going to do something 
but I have to do this completely different. So yeah. I bought it like fully modded out one, knowing that I would, you know, have to change the style that mm -hmm. I was doing. It was a big difference using as well. That that uh, what is it? Solid 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 cut solid, solid plus yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah, solid yeah. plus yeah that was miles better. It wasn't skipping yeah, yeah. and then you of course you had the shoe cartridge on, so that was just making a knot skip. yeah yeah um, and yeah, I had the fader on as well. So I thought this you know I was I was quite enjoying it. it was still awkward though like even though then I bought it and I still find it awkward. But I got the quantum fader. When yeah. we tried in yeah, Berlin yeah, yeah, last year, yeah, yeah. I got the quantum fader thought, this is my And then I had uh, Cy holding it for me so it wasn't sliding over. <laughs> so, uh, so scientist that travels around Europe holding people's fingers. Yeah. <laughs> so he was holding that, so I thought that's good. <clears throat> since um, since I've been back, I made, I got like the, the plastic, um, what is it, like a gutter, gutter guard mm -hmm. from the DIY shop. Mm -hmm. Which is like crisscross. It's a bit flexible, right. but it's still quite that strong. Flexible mesh kind of. Yeah. Then I got the the grip. You know the non-slip grip stuff. You put like yeah, clay yeah, in that yeah, on. Yeah, I got yeah. some of them. I glue that on, top and bottom. Then I put two little frames, two little brackets, metal brackets. I attach them, glued them on, um, and put grips around them. So basically, it's fully gripped up, but yeah, still yeah, a bit yeah. of flexible. But when you put it on the table and you put your portable on it. I've measured well. it so the quantum goes in perfectly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's I've measured it that on a normal turntable because again I'm trying to get it to as, as close to a, a good setup as possible right. to a, a proper proper setup as possible. I've measured the crossfader distance between there and where my hand is uh -huh, on a mid yeah, big yeah, turntable. Yeah, yeah. See so it's about I don't know. About say it's about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And I've lined it up measured it whatever put it in so now pretty much when I do that it's the same feel right, as yeah, if yeah, I would be on a yeah, turntable yeah, yeah. but it does not move the, the fader just doesn't shift like yeah, you see yeah. some of the others on the on the velcro stuff it's, have you tried the it's coming the, off the velcro that's the the 3M dual lock it's like this hardcore plastic that has these really thick teeth alright it doesn't budge oh, and you, when you take it off you gotta like it's really cool stuff. But even I guess Diego has one now on the side of his fader and on the side, so it just clips against the side of the mixer. Right. Gives you a little more space as well, and you can put it wherever. But even yeah, even a little cool. bit of movement within the Velcro, even that that would yeah, no, that, that Velcro really, sucked. It was too like wobbly. It would even annoy. Yeah. But this this is not. Yeah, yeah. This is literally just does not move yeah. because you have got the portable on it. The grip it's pushing down on the grip, yeah, so it's yeah, moving yeah, even yeah. less, and it's lit. It's really really good that. Mm. That's a different ball game. That's as, that's quite. So if I go, if I'm away somewhere um, for a prolonged period of time, and then I have, I want feel like I want to just keep a bit practicing and stuff. And I can put little videos up as well. Uh, yeah, and just to share with the community. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I can uh, the tickler, Mario. Yeah. Uh, then I think that's that's been really good. But be, on the early versions, as yeah. good as it is for everyone else, and I, right, I think right. it's brilliant for the scene in that respect. Personally, I couldn't. I can't use that unless I've got. I wasn't enjoying it, um, and, and yeah. definitely the early ones. It was just jumping. I literally couldn't use it. Right, right, right. But this way is really, really good. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a weird little industry that's propped up from that. You know, like uh, Jesse Dean. I'm sure is loving it. He's very <laughs> thankful to New Mark. <laughs> Not having a good finger yeah. in there. <clears throat> but there's some new ones coming out. Like I, I tried the Omni one in, in Hong Kong when I was there. I met up with the guy and, and we recorded podcasts and stuff. And is that the one where you move? Faders it? on each side. No, that's oh, the no. 7 PS, but he hasn't gotten funding to do that one. So oh, is he not? Yeah, it hasn't really been released. He's been trying hard to find some investors or somebody to partner with. 
But the Hong Kong guys one, it's got two faders. The faders can be volumes or scratch. They're contactless. You can hamster either side, sharpness either side. And it just has everything. And then it has like a normal tone arm. You can switch any cartridge you want. The, he spent a really long time on the motor because that's, he was like a lot of the, the, the platter wobbles from, you know, the motor spindle. And, uh, so he, he looked around for ages to get like a good one. And I was scratching out and I thought he had like a solid cup platter type in it. It was mm. just crazy solid, but it was actually just plastic platter. He just machined it all well. And then he said really the trick for him was the spindle, like getting that spindle right. Right. And bearings there right as well so that it had like a really solid, solid feel. But that thing's amazing. And it comes out next month. I think it's DVS. Yeah. The new thing is DVS compatible. So, uh, and he's even put like little Q buttons on there and stuff. And it's like, hmm. it's like 200. 200 quid. 200, yeah. That's very good. Then. I think a special edition one's 250 or 300 with like some special limited artwork or something, you know? But yeah, it's, it's like cheaper than getting any of the others and modding them. And Mental. Yeah. So his will launch soon. But, um, he ended up getting some funding. He tried a Kickstarter. I think he only had a, a couple hundred orders and he needed like a thousand, you know, or whatever to do the minimum batch and then. So the Kickstarter technically failed, but then he got an investor because of he saw people saw the Good. stuff there. But yeah, really cool stuff. So yeah, um, yeah, I'm trying to think of what else I wanted to bug you guys about. Uh, I think that kind of sums it up. I mean, up until now, there's nothing, no specific music coming out. I guess one thing was like the video series of all the you know the the freestyle scratch videos. I wanted to go over that at one point, but there's I guess yeah, yeah. it's kind of self evident. There's not too much there to ask about, like. You're using like the kind of the videos, the old just recycling stuff. Like people are putting up stuff up because <clears throat> because it was about the time when you you know you sort of weren't sort of fussed with it and like scratching in general. So I was just I just wanted to keep the channel the going and just put going. more content up and stuff like yeah. that. And you know I was doing the beats anyway, so I thought you know I'll get the, the thing about that that series is that it is uh, it is basically a, a sort of. Who, not who's who, but it's been, uh, anyone who has been yeah. a good scratcher in the last however long has, has, has been on there. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it seems like a mad resource of scratching. Like, you know, there's like there's hundreds of videos on there, isn't there? I don't know, hundreds, like, but there is. There probably is. So, if, I, if I'd, you know, I kind of want to have it a good, <clears throat> a, a good, a good standard as well. I'm going yeah. to do something which is uh, in a near future maybe which sort of includes just more of all skill levels mm. but I kind of wanted it to be um, like a bit of an, an inspirational level so that the guys who are on there you can um, you know you can really oh, yeah it's yeah. like a point of, of con, a, a point of uh, video where it's, it's providing people with inspiration to go and scratch more for sure for sure at a, at a very good level so some of the guys that's um, well the guys that have, have done it, it provided that I think you know yeah, it, 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 it motivates me as well when I'm yeah. putting them up like I, I want to go and scratch so if it's doing that to me then hopefully it's, it's doing it to other people that yeah, are doing yeah, it yeah without a doubt yeah. so it's just for them just recycling old videos because you know I don't you know I'm not going to rip yeah, stuff yeah, off yeah. that just that, that kind of what's the, the website that has all the old archive internet archive yeah, 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 yeah. so it's people just putting up like nonsense stuff you know yeah, I mean I've, yeah. I've put in stuff that it, Probably only had ten views. I'm saying yeah, yeah. that is actually very good. Yeah, yeah. I'll use that one. Yeah, and then you can search by back. keywords and themes or something like that, right? And then yes, so, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and then you think, oh, that that works well. Like that's, the Jimmy, that works Jimmy well. Penguin yeah, yeah I just type I type like Jimmy in, and then yeah. oh, Jimmy's. I don't know. I don't know what I typed in. I had a look through right, the videos. Right, and I thought, ah, right. oh, that one works quite well. Yeah, yeah. And the, the thing is, some of those take 
you know, I've sat there for a number of hours looking, yeah, yeah. looking for stuff. I'm sure. Then decide, and then you pick one, I think, oh, that's not quite long enough. I'm going to have to choose a different one and then choose a different one. I literally, it would take, it takes a number of hours to yeah. do them, you know, yeah. and then you've got to edit them and put them yeah, together yeah, with yeah, stuff. Yeah. But finding them is, is not, uh, not too easy. Yeah. But then the, recently I've kind of changed it where I just have a, the intro of the recycled videos and then mm, mm. just so there's more, um, you can see the scratching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think everyone, in the, nowadays the, um, the videos are, like most people have some form of phone or camera that they can right, really yeah, do that. they can easily throw you an HD version. So, yeah, that's, that was bad. I mean, they're not going to be, you know, cinematic quality because everyone's going to have different cameras and skill levels in doing a camera, but um, it's not that, you know, you just want to have some, yeah. some good scratching on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's been, it's fun putting them up and then, um, has Jack done one? No, I sent them one. Oh, is he? Right. Like, so, some, so, like, some I've sent them. The, you sent him the cookie sent him the beat for 12 years ago. So, like, it's funny. Down, so, down, down. I was on the floor, literally, the, be, <laughs> the best and worst of sending me stuff. So, uh, Alex is probably the fastest one to just get a turn around. You send something to Alex. I've done it, Kirk. Uh, like, the, like, the, the <laughs> yeah, next, yeah, the yeah, next yeah. day. And uh, no, uh, Dag, 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 Dag's it's been about twelve years. Yeah, <laughs> we were doing one with Kodak for a Playground recently, and I was like bugging him every day for like two weeks, and then I'm like, dude, the deadline is basically tomorrow, and he's like, hold on, and then thirty minutes later, I get a file, and, I'm, and it was super dope, and I'm like, you just did that in thirty minutes, and he's like, yep, <laughs> you could have just done that thirty minutes two weeks ago. I'm fucking bugging you every day, and he's like, been busy <laughs> sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was. He did it so quick, and it was so dope. I was like, "Son of a bitch!" <laughs> so that um, that Kodak video with uh, the Babu Looper. Yeah, that's yeah, like yeah. like effortless. Yeah, yeah. Just, just can you record this? Yeah, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. and then so last but least, not least, last but least, last but very least. least. <laughs> what what about the Nightwolf stuff? How did this all come about? I think for maybe 10 years I wanted to do like an 80s style mm. synthwave style you know almost like gl glorifying stuff like you know A-Team Knight Rider yeah. Street Hawk I was all like as most people yeah, kids yeah. in the 80s growing up in there were, were, were liking um, I kind of wanted to have that to, to, to do that like the Drive movie I think Drive's 2010 mm -hmm. I was like I'm definitely gonna. Yeah, you like that soundtrack. I I love that drive film. Um, I really like um, Ryan Gosling as well. Love that film. So I thought, yeah, get on and do it. But then stuff comes up like, oh, yeah, we have to do this, 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 and again, it's time. So then yeah. it gets it gets put down the list, right, down right, the list, right, down right, the list. Right. But we came back from the Scratch Laws tour in, in January. I thought, yeah. no more, no more. It's getting done. So I literally yeah, yeah. sat there. I was up till 5.30 most nights and I just bought some which my, com my computer brought last year yeah yeah so I re had to rebuy not just I didn't just buy the, the computer I bought like three different screens I yeah, bought a new keyboard and desk stuff. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. done it all out really so all of that rolled into one and doing and doing this I'm literally sitting there making <coughs> that music I thought this is the best music making experience of, of my like I've had really I just didn't want to go to sleep I did, and I was like 
I was gutted when I had to do, go off and do other stuff when mm. so I have to stop. Um, so then I did. I thought, right, I'm going to do about 20 to 25 tracks. The first maybe six, seven, just to get a feeler of what type of style I would have with it. And then, yeah. I was just, did the six under those six or seven make it to it? Some of them did. A couple of them did. But but then I sort of uh, got some other um, software plugins which had a better sound, whatever. Then I start thinking, ah, yeah, well, I like doing it this way. So I tried to make it a bit more varied um, on this first one mm. with some different kind of styles or sound and thingies. But again, it's just glorifying that. that uh, yeah, totally. Ra- the, 80s radicalness. The descriptions and stuff as so, well. Did you, did you brought some with you, did you? Like what? Yeah. Uh, I've got it on my... No, I mean, like the tapes. Those tapes. Oh, yeah, I brought the tape. You should give them to Chili. To, I was going to do uh, it. As he's taken over off the pub. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll maybe put, uh, yeah actually, I want to buy one if I forgot to in Berlin. Okay, I'll buy it. I'll put them out yeah. today. But So I did loads of them. And then we used to be with SRD. Did, was it SRD? For the distribution? Uh, with, with all the, the records that we've done. But I, I found a different route of, of trying to do it now. So it's a lot more comfortable for me that you don't have to be emailing the same guy and blah 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 it's just mm. uh, an online distrib- distributor and then I wanted the physical the tapes of it um, so we really uh, should put all of the Nazi recorded stuff back up online yeah you should like so you can get it on Bandcamp but for some one day it just disappeared off Spotify like, oh yeah like, it did didn't it's it so, yeah. it's so weird it's yeah. like alright we've never mm. put it back <laughs> so odd that's weird Oh, that works. They've only used them for podcast stuff. You just steal from your feed, whatever feed you set up on an RSS feed. Mm-hmm. I haven't tried it for music. So I, when, after this, when I get back, I've got another batch of about 14 tracks mm. to do um, to finish. And then Masters, that'll be, that'll be another album for it. But the, the more the, like the driving style, because I'm trying to... It, it's like with every, tra- every track, it's kind of like a little... It's a little movie in itself. Mm. Like... Um, Try to build like a story around it, so the, you kind of buying into the story around uh, Nightwolf. Yeah, because he likes driving Ferraris. He he does stunts. He he, he mingles with all. <laughs> he all does the, stunts. Yeah, yeah, he, he does. does he, he's in he's in secret underground uh, drift races. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Last with, night when I was out drift racing at yeah. four a.m. Yeah, he had a he, he went and played basketball with Michael Jordan just before he, he played the Bulls game the next day. Yeah, yeah. And stuff like this, but but afterwards he. Uh, he taught Michael how to drive on two wheels on a Ferrari and then uh, jump jump like a canyon with minimal damage on the Ferrari. <laughs> with so minimal damage. Yeah, but so he's the, the you know the, the government are after him, so he's he's. Um, and all the yeah. artwork and stuff you're making yourself, yeah, like just yeah, straight just from made, scratch, or what do you? Are you just chopping up elements of stuff, or how you? I'm getting like stuff that's public domain, but right. then I'm I'm changing it around and stuff, yeah, 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 yeah. and and putting it is less. Yeah, 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 and then changing like uh, changing colours and stuff, and then right. putting all the layer of, of different things on. Yeah, so just, yeah. just again, it's just glorifying like eighties cool. yeah. and eighties star stuff and stuff like you know, like Stranger Things has helped with the boom of the eighties yeah. type sound as well. Yeah, yeah, but again, it's not like eighties working class Britain or something like that. It's it's specifically a movie movie style yeah, 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 yeah. the best of action blackbuster series yeah. Uh, yeah yeah Miami Vice I've got yeah, a box yeah. out of Miami Vice I've got yeah, a lot yeah. of that <laughs> stuff like that right 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 the best bits yeah super sick yeah so I should have 
I should have a lot more of the, uh, and I'm going to do them as, as often as I do the scratch stuff because it's literally it's it's brilliant to make. I'm I'm like loving making. Yeah, it. yeah. It takes a um, a day to get the main chorusy bits, maybe a bit of a um, right. a verse and a chorus. Then once I've got a second day, it'll be padded out to the structure of it of the of the um, of the music, and I do it all in reason. And then. Maybe another day to like finish. You were just sending me clips of that when you were doing it, and then it would be you'd be going video on the screen, and then it would start with like a big, like a car engine revving, and you'd be going. Ah. <laughs> 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 I'm loving making it all. Like I'm literally sitting there just giving it, giving it this. Nice, nice. So I think that's it, man. I can't think of anything else to ask you guys. That kind of covers everything I wanted to know about that I could think of. Is there anything uh, interesting I'm missing about Nozzle or about e boys? <laughs> Try to think. There's probably quite a few things, but I can't. Yeah. Think on the top of my head. I'll have to do another one sometime. Yeah, I guess that's it, man. I don't know. So thanks. Thanks for sitting down and having a chat about it and uh, going through it all and sitting here with me for almost an hour and a half. Was it? Yeah. yeah. Have you eaten? Should we go for breakfast? Oh, I had breakfast already. Bastard. Yeah, I had it right before I came, man, for sure. I'm dying for something to drink though, get some water. But yeah, thanks man. I guess I'll go ahead and pop it off now. Cheers guys. Cheers. Yeah man. See ya. <laughs>